0: Welcome to Wires from the Deep, a silo podcast. Today is April 29, 2023, and you're listening to our debut episode, Proper Gauge. I'm your host, Crystal, and I'm here with my co-host, Kelly. Say hi, Kelly. Hey, everyone. So Kelly and I are co-hosting this podcast, and this but this is not our first time hosting a podcast together. Macy like it. <laughs> yeah. We're kind of low production here, but um, we used to host a podcast about Ender's Game together called Endercast, and oh my god, we did it nine years ago. Yeah, <laughs> that was Coming our last episode, time. I think. Yeah, I think it's, so, Yeah, it's crazy. We had a good time. It's like it was a, fun. It's like a, It was fun. Yeah, but yeah, we were really good hosts together. We had a really good rapport. So when I wanted to, I actually wanted to start this podcast, like. Like a month ago, but mm-hmm. I, I went on vacation to Japan. And like, um, you something went on vacation went... to Japan. Yeah, I didn't
1: know, okay. <laughs> and it,
0: it was it was kind of amazing. I'm mean, not kind of amazing. It was pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. And then i on the way home. We like got stranded in Japan, and it was a horrible like, mess. Like so, I, so I, yeah, they canceled our flight and left us at the airport with no help. So yeah, it took us <laughs> it took us like oh, like almost two full days to get home. Mom, it was crazy. But um, anyway, when I got back, I needed a vacation from my vacation.
1: <laughs> that's what often does.
0: And then after I got over my vacation, I got sick. And so I had no like podcast voice. So I had to put it off. And then, so here I am. And here like, we are. <laughs> throwing this together like a week before, <laughs> which is typical for me. I often throw things together at the last minute. Some, sometimes that's how it works best. But anyway, um, Silo starts on May 5th are technically for me on May 4th, because it comes out at midnight Eastern, yeah, so it's yeah. going to come out at 6 p.m. the day before, so I'll have plenty of time to watch. But yeah, so it's it's coming out in the coming week, and so we just wanted to do this first podcast to kind of introduce ourselves, and that's actually why um, I chose the episode titled proper gauge so that's uh, actually from the book that's the name of part two of the book wool which is what silo is based on um and proper gauge is actually a knitting term and if you if you know me at all you know that i've become very very obsessed with knitting so like is that how thick a, your needle is um and like so like the size of the stitches it's like the size of the stitches like there's needle sizes and there's like yarn thickness and then there's like I crochet a little, so I'm kind of yeah. Interested. So like you need to get gauged. Like the designer of the pattern that you're you're working on, um, maybe they're like more stressed out and they're knitting tighter than you or something. And like you know, like if they oh, yeah, like tell you okay. to knit like 50 stitches, and their knitting piece of fabric at the comes out to be like way bigger than yours or way smaller than yours, um, then you're obviously not going to get a size same size finished product, right? When I first started crocheting,
1: I was so tight and I was like trying to shove my needle these tiny little stitches <laughs> and it would like give me cramps. So that's so like me. <laughs> so you I actually have to,
0: have to get one of those hooks chill. with like the silicone um, handles. It makes a huge difference.
1: That is true. I do have some of those. But one thing I learned was just like if I just chilled out and relaxed yeah, yeah. And stopped holding everything so tightly, then it would just like.
0: Look yeah. nicer. <laughs> Otherwise, your hand just gets really cramped. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so kind of like proper gauge where you have to like, you get a feel for us. See if you want to listen to us. I don't know if anybody's going to listen to us. <laughs> we'll have fun either way. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, so I am from Honolulu, Hawaii. Um, I'm a mom to three, a dog mom to two. Um, and yeah, I... <laughs> I'm an editor. Um, actually, I wasn't an editor the last time we were hosting a podcast together. So in the in that's the time true. that uh, the, in the time that uh, we've been on our very long break, um, I started an editing business, and that's what I do for a living now. So. I am Kelly. I uh,
1: I live outside of Portland, Oregon, just sort of in the suburbs here. Um, I work at a really cute K through um, eight school here. Um, and I live where I work with my, um, my two poodles and chickens and, um, my cats. So we're just, we're just all hanging out here all the time. And, um, I, I, you know, I work for the school. I have like completely left all my podcasting days behind me. Um, I'm kind of like the half school nurse office manager person here. So it's really fun. I enjoy it a lot. And I've been like living here for nine years now. So, so I have to ask you about your chickens. How many chickens do you have? Uh, right now I have 13. (laughs) yeah i have a really big coop and a really big run and just there's like 20 acres here where the school is so like you know my biggest problem is you know just you know predation and keeping the raccoons out and everything but i love them sorry it's my dog i'm speaking of animals (laughs) um i am completely obsessed with chickens i just have right now four little babies that um yeah i just think they're the cutest things
0: so do you crochet things for your chickens
1: you know, I tried to put even just like a band on my chicken's leg like the other day, one of them, because I have two that look identical. And that was such, I like marked that chicken for murder, right? Like <laughs> the other chickens saw that band and they were like, ooh, and just like started picking at it and like lost their minds, right? If I put like a little sweater on one of them, they wouldn't survive the night. Like I, my chickens are like... I don't know. Like I have this one chicken named pancake and she's like a ninja chicken and she just does, she's not going to like deal with some chicken in a sweater, you know?
0: I mean, I guess that's what happens when you play hen favoritism. I know. (laughs) I
1: I just wanted to like name them properly because they look so similar, but no. Okay. So
0: I'm going to, I'm going to move us into um, background. Um, So for me, like I said, I met Kelly through Ender's Game. Um, I actually met her on the set of Ender's Game because we were invited to um, to go to the set in New Orleans. Um, and that's where I first met her. And then while I was there while I was there, I bought the domain for uh, the down deep, which is my, my wool slash silo um, fan site. And that was in I think it you may misremember I know that the uh, I bought the domain in 2012 was that the year that we went I mean I think so that sounds th- right it was
1: released in 2013 wasn't it something like that yeah, yeah.
0: 2012, so I yeah like yeah it. and then I started this site and then it's just kind of been dormant for a really long time and then like it finally got because it, it went through like all these different production like ups and downs and stuff like that right. and finally it was getting made and it's just kind of funny that it's coming out now after the pandemic. Can you imagine if a show like this had come out um, during the pandemic? <laughs> I mean, that's funny. Like, Maybe that's why they held out. Like, I, anyway. like everyone's like, don't go outside. You don't want to go outside. Oh my God, that would have hit too close to home. <laughs> uh, but Yeah, so... um. Kelly and I actually interviewed Hugh ten years ago on Intercast, <laughs> so that's that's our little that's connection. So funny. It's so funny.
1: <laughs> I was trying to think today, like, of what we talked about. Obviously, Enders Game, blah blah. But, and I was looking to see if I could like find the best recording, and I couldn't. I was like, damn it, I'm not. i like, what did we talk about? Like, what did we talk about with Hugh Howie? You must know. I I don't remember either, but I have
0: the <laughs> I have the audio on my computer, so I'll, I'll well, have to review I, like, it. I have to so can like, do, like so- a bonus. Yeah, I'll, I'll get the, the website recap. back up and I'll put it back up and then we can listen yeah. to it. Before. Okay, so Kelly has not read the book, but she has read the short story. But she read it ten years ago, <laughs> so she's basically coming into this fresh. And that's actually Live. kind of—I I think that's actually a good thing. I—I um, I reread the first half of the book last year when um, I did a like a group like feature on. On The Down Deep um, called Through the Pages where we just, we went through um, chapter by chapter and then we did pregi- uh, show predictions. Oh, yeah, I saw that. that on your website. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and then we had, um, I think, four people who were like rabid fans <laughs> of the book and, and knew everything and were just rereading And then we had Angelo who um, had never read it before and so she offered like a nice fresh perspective other than the people who had been talking right. about it for the past decade but yeah that's kind of what i'm hoping to get from you is a fresh perspective because you've only read like the first part and so yeah so when when you say the first
1: part and this just proves my ignorance so is the short story sort of like an intro to silo or is it like a like a scene i don't even know i don't even know what the connection is
0: i i I don't know. I mean I don't know how far in uh into the book. I, I I think probably barely halfway, that's my prediction, um, is how much of the book they cover in the first season because right. that's about all I kind of see, but I don't I mean I haven't seen the show. So No, I just no, I just not mean, any of the lucky press. No, no, no. no.
1: <laughs> I mean like so the, the short story is all I've read. So I don't know where the short story fits into the book.
0: So mm-hmm. like I don't know
1: if that's like a intro to the book. I don't ha I don't have any idea.
0: Mm, let me look real quick. Okay, so the book is in five parts, and oh, the gosh, short story right. is just part one, so...
1: Okay, so, so I read basically just sort of an intro. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah,
0: yeah so, you know, I'm kind of envious of you because um, I've always felt that books can ruin shows, but shows can't really ruin books, so... You can like yeah, I think that I, is I, where I am
1: as well. Yeah. I I like watching shows that I've read books of. I don't feel like that ruins anything for me. Um but if I want to really enjoy a show, it's probably best that I haven't read the book first.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you want to see like all the twists and everything, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like, it, like obviously it's more like theatrical and exciting and heart-pounding when you're like watching it with like music and mm-hmm. like acting mm-hmm. and everything like that. But like I mean, books are still really enjoyable too, obviously. But because... this is a different experience. It's yeah, it's like... a different experience. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'm jealous. You'll go into it with knowing nothing. I mean, I, I think they'll probably have enough changes where there's going to be a lot of sh- uh, surprises for me too. So sure. it'll be exciting to see that too. Because like with um, Game of Thrones, I had been a fan of that book since like, I don't know, 1997 or something. And mm-hmm. like, they made changes to that that just like floored me. <laughs> so it was still really fun for me to watch. Yeah. So. Sure. I
1: recently watched um, um, HBO's His, His Dark Materials, and I was such a fan. Like, the books mean so much to me just from, like, childhood and even now. And, and like, I – you know, they made changes. They made so many changes. And, of course, they had to, like, um, you know, like, like smirge, you know, some characters together. But, like, beautiful.
0: I loved did, that so, so much. is the final season out already on that? Yes, it's done. Okay. Um, so did they cover the whole series?
1: So they covered the first three books of historic materials, oh, okay. um, like, you know, The Secret Commonwealth and all of those. Like, that's completely separate. Yeah. Like,
0: I, I started to watch season one of that, and then I started remembering how sad I was at the end of the series. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. Right. <laughs> and the show is not any better. It's just one of those, like, the last episode of the final season is just one of those things that you watch if you just want to cry (laughs) you just you just turn it on just like have a cathartic moment
0: okay well that's good to know because I need to be in a certain mood to watch sad things yeah yeah
1: I mean you've read the books right so you know how that goes
0: yeah 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 Yeah, that that book series is one of the ones that really stuck with me (laughs) yes yeah so good yeah okay so um Silo is going to be 10 episodes. So, we're going to try to do one episode or, yeah, one episode for every episode, one podcast episode for every show episode. So, the first two episodes are going to be coming out this coming Friday, but we're going to split that into two episodes instead of talking about both at the same time because, um, i i i'm i'm kind of a binge monster i can watch a netflix show in like less than 36 hours (laughs) so it's probably a good idea to be watching something on apple tv that comes out week to week (laughs) yeah because it's it's kind of an unhealthy habit of mine well um, i
1: i miss the days when like my favorite show came on monday nights at seven you know i had something to look forward to now it's just like i have a date to look forward to like throwing the rest of my life away while i sit in front of my tv for you know two days <laughs> that's not healthy and yeah takes away the anticipation
0: yeah so, so i so I for when it. i was thinking about this i was like okay i gotta remember that like normal people will probably just watch one episode and then they just you know come back to it later <laughs> i don't know
1: anymore like i don't know i think binge watching is pretty much the is how like most people devour their tv these yeah. days but i don't know
0: But, yeah, out of consideration for people who aren't going to have time to watch both episodes on Friday, we're going to split it into two episodes. I might be one of those people. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah, so the show, uh, we're going to aim for a spoiler free format. And and that's going to (laughs) be a little um, tough for me because I I have to make sure I don't blurt anything out and spoil anything for you. Yeah, don't ruin it for Uh, me. But but
1: does spoiler free mean that I can. We're not we're not not spoiling the tv episodes right so we can spoil it. if anyone's listening to this they're gonna expect to be spoiled about the episode yes
0: um yeah so yeah, yeah. so we'll, we'll like i guess at wait, the wait, start here. of the episode we will tell you you know this episode is about this episode so don't listen to yeah this podcast yeah, until you've watched <laughs> we yeah. can't
1: all pretend like we've not
0: seen it it can't be like a yeah. podcast about nothing <laughs> like, yeah like, well might have been good i don't know OK, so okay. now that we're go- on through with that, um, we're going to move on to a trailer discussion um, because we've seen we there's, there's been a teaser and there's been yes. a trailer. And I just saw today that there's a promo that Apple released three days ago that has a lot of new footage that I hadn't seen before. So I've watched that. all of
1: these things for the first time in the past, like 24 hours. <laughs> Okay, so
0: with that with that in mind, though, what what do you think like of the overall vibe and the look and stuff like
1: that? Um, what my very first thought, and it was even as I remember when I read the short story, is that the silo reminds me of those corn cob buildings in Chicago. And I even like, I have you been to Chicago? There, it's called they're called the Marina Towers. So when you're just driving around, there's these two. I guess they're condos and they're shaped just like corn cobs. And that's what the whole building layout reminded me of.
0: Yeah. Like, I instantly.
1: No
0: I, I've been to the Chicago airport. I actually went to the Chicago airport on my way home from the Enders Game set visits. So oh, interesting. <laughs> but yeah. I never went outside. So yeah,
1: well, yeah I, um, I, it just, it wasn't what I expected. Um, and mostly it is because I've only read the short story. And so that's what I had in my mind of like what, where the story was headed and I, I don't think that this was it for me. Mm-hmm. What about you?
0: So ha- have you watched the show, the or heard about the show Snowpiercer? I mean, not not the movie, the show. No. Okay. Heard. So there is a show on TNT. For, have you watched the movie Snowpiercer?
1: No. Okay. See, so Snowpiercer. Really was, you're talking to a stump here.
0: Got <laughs> nothing. So Snowpiercer is like post-apocalyptic. The world has frozen over and all the remaining people on the planet live on a train that circles the globe. It's like a rich man's train. train, okay? Yeah, and so there's like classes, like the poor people live in the back, oh. the rich people live in the front, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then, then they made uh, a TV show on about Snowpiercer um on TNT, and I actually watched that. I, I didn't watch the final season, but I watched like the first like I think two or three. I don't, I forget. But um, this really gave the the, the teaser yeah i got snowpiercer vibes um you know they have like cows and and agriculture sort
1: of top to bottom ranked like is it about wealth like where you live
0: i think it kind of is like they have like they have like people divided Uh, yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna give the terms but yeah i think it's kind of like the snowpiercer train um where it's like poor people Mm -hmm. like live in the like the deeper parts because and in the 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 wealthier people are the more well off people live like near the top where they can go um easily go to the top and go look out the the view screen and stuff like that so yeah like just the look of it like how they have like like i think i saw in like
1: wait so did the train also have like a view out the window that you just like took oh yeah yeah and again like in this silo i have no idea what they see out their window if that's true or not i'm just saying you
0: know, I mean you can kind of see you can see in the teaser, like they can see like I don't know, it just looks just, like a desert landscape with rocks Valley. and so, yeah, it just looks like a dead world. So yeah. that's yeah. So and like it's not safe. like they they say in the voiceover, you know, it's not safe. Outside. Did, right.
1: But they also even imply in the trailer that they can't trust like what they're seeing out these yeah, windows, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, so in snow picture they can see outside, and all they see is snow. So of course. All, if they go outside, they're gonna freeze to death. So
1: <laughs> when you say that they're driving in a circle, does, like, are, in how huge is their
0: range? The oh, whole it, it goes around the snow? whole planet. Yeah, oh. yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's pretty cool. But um, yeah, so they have like different train cars for different things. Like they had like an aquarium tra- uh, car and like uh, dining cars and. And, like, I don't know, cars with, like, marketplaces and stuff like that. And, like, the one, like, really ridiculous part of Snowpiercer's for me was always, it's a freaking train. And, like, some of the sets look ginormous. And so <laughs> they would have, like, an episode in, like, some, like, concert hall or, like, a marketplace. And I'd be like, this looks freaking huge there's no way this train is this big it's like Hermione's handbag where she's just like <laughs> pulling shit out exactly. <laughs> like, wait a second so yeah it's a, it's a little more believable in silo because they have like an entire floor of this giant silo that they can dedicate to like
1: this is reminding me isn't there, isn't there like some apoc- apocalyptic game you can play on your phone where you build like levels and every level is its own thing like the restaurant level and the whatever level and you hire workers what is that I don't know.
0: I don't know. I I mean, I'm sure I have seen an ad for it or something. I no, I I am. I get a lot of ads too for stuff like that, like zombie games. Let me see. I do not want to play a game like that, though. I would get really fixated on a game like that. I used to play this game called Tiny Tower, where basically you just um, build different themed floors with your little pixel people. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, (laughs) I got really obsessed with playing that game, making all these different (laughs) restaurant levels and fitness levels and Yeah.
1: You're passionate about everything that you do. So.
0: If they came up with a silo game, I would probably play that and it would really, probably sink a lot of hours into that. It would not be fun.
1: <laughs> I got a PlayStation 5 semi-recently and yeah, that's been sort of a time sink for me. Yeah.
0: But at least you get enjoyment out of it, right? So. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but okay, so there's... I, I'm not... I'm gonna... There's some... I, I spotted... I, I had to rewatch the teaser and the trailer and the promo just so that I could have everything fresh in my mind. I noticed some I had watched it like, I don't know, like a dozen times before today, before when they first came out. But for some reason I guess I just didn't pick up on some of these book Easter eggs that came that, that were in it. So that's that's pretty cool. And and I don't think it would mean anything to anybody like you. So right. I, I like that when there's like a little, you know, a little sneak that only a person who's read the book would get. <laughs> Do you know where they filmed it? Uh, I believe they filmed the indoor stuff well, I, like interior cuz like, I don't know if there's like flashbacks or anything. So sure. uh, but I know like all the silo stuff it was like in a set in London. Hmm. So and I think that's why they had the premiere in London. So right. Yeah, so I saw like like uh Juliet picks up like this this red Fob fob thing that looks like it has the number eighteen on it, and then I saw like the suit that they're. But these making. are like book
1: booky things.
0: Yeah, so. I'm not gonna say you, obviously. So.
1: <laughs> no, it's okay. You don't I, have to. I'm not
0: gonna mention anything else. Actually, I don't wanna. I did see a Pez wanna...
1: dispenser. Yeah, I saw I'm that too. <laughs> I don't know if
0: that's a booky thing, but it seemed like a booky thing. Yeah. So. I, I I actually am a big Pez fan too. So that was kind of cool. I love them. Whenever my actually when because like whenever my son's like, can I get a Pez? Can I get that? I'm like. Yeah, sure. Even though I don't want to get it frame I'm just like I just can't resist this. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, okay. So that was, like, that kind of covers a teaser. I wanted to move into the trailer because oh my god, when the trailer came out, um, the song playing in, playing in the background, I was freaking out <laughs> because it's, oh, it's. I can't even
1: bring it to mind now what song was playing. I was trying to like is, focus on what's going on.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's called. It's a cover of a Radiohead song that's called Exit Music for a mm. Film. And the, mm. and the film, it, yes. it, like, the, the for a film is in parentheses. And um, the film that it's referencing is Romeo and Juliet. The one with Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, Claire Danes from yes. 1996 or something. Yes, I
1: know this Radiohead song.
0: No. Yeah. So that, was, that, that song played during the credits. Um, so that's why it's called Exit Music for a Film. It's the exit music for Romeo and Juliet. But Romeo and Juliet was my hands down favorite film when I was in college, high school and college. That was actually my first fan site. <laughs> really? very first fan I site when I, was like, about you. when I was like 17 years old. Yeah. I've, I've been making fan sites since I was a teenager. <laughs> wow. Yeah, are t- call-
1: so are we talking about the Claire Danes which which version of Romeo and yeah, Juliet? Yeah, it was a
0: Claire Danes one. Okay, okay. So um I can I thought that was I thought that was <laughs> really cool because it's from Romeo and Juliet and the main character is named Juliet, right? Yeah. Right. course. Yeah. So and, and like I like Romeo and Juliet is like a a recurring theme in the book too. So it's not like a coincidence that she's <laughs> she's named Juliet. So
1: Oh dear. But yeah, it's a current. <laughs> that it doesn't also. bode well for the, their prospects. Like, it's like so tragical.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, so, I did all my crying
1: already, so I'm prepared.
0: I mean, speaking of crying, when part of the reason I was so obsessed with that movie when I was a teenager was like when um when the ending came. You, do you remember how they ended? Like they changed it. <sighs> oh God, Crystal, you're. That's a really long time ago for me. <laughs> I have no idea. No, and I, I don't like, think I've watched
1: that movie again since I watched it the first time. It's,
0: it's You're going to have to sh- take me there. I don't know if you remember, but that movie had baby Paul Rudd in it. <laughs> oh, my God. Like I know everyone jokes oh, about how he was in age, but, but oh, my Paul God. Rudd. He looks so baby-faced in that movie. Anyway. <laughs> they changed the ending so that she woke up before he died. And, like, that killed me. I-, I was crying so much at the end of the movie. actually
1: yeah now that i actually i do know what you're talking about yeah anyway that's less like we are both really stupid and more just like super tragical like I don't want to, i don't really want to sit through that type of like agony i don't know let yeah. them both die and that's fine but not like
0: yeah you know when it comes <clears throat> to stuff like that I have a really hard time revisiting it because like, i mean we were just talking about his dark materials i i can't go back and read the the the, the- those books again and I, I that's and like i told you i oh, I, I stopped watching his dark materials because i just know that it's so sad at the <laughs> end and then it's like the hunger games like you know how obsessed i am with yeah, Hunger sure, Games, right sure. <laughs> sure. i've mm-hmm. dedicated like a decade of my life to so stuff like what's that. the difference that's tragic to you oh okay so um hunger games i've only read the ending of the first book once really that's so interesting I cannot read that chapter at the end when PETA realizes that Katniss was just faking everything. I can't read it again. I just,
1: it's its too much for me. Oh, Crystal.
0: We're going to have to get you back
1: to that chapter, I feel like. This would be, like, very beautiful.
0: His, uh, I mean, His
1: Dark Materials is like that for me, too, but I find that. I think like re- revisiting things like that. It's just there's like a th- catharsis. I don't know. I, I love like, yeah. like being there again and sort of feeling things again. And I always cry, and and then I move on with my day. It's just like, well, <laughs> you know, I think I'm pretty good at moving on from that kind of. Sadness. Hey, maybe I it's
0: different now, but I just I've just been so like like anxious about it that I just don't try going back.
1: <laughs> wow, I think you I think you need to. This sounds like a need. Oh boy. Could be a whole new <laughs> podcast.
0: <laughs> All right. So, um, one one thing I wanted to talk about, um, too, was um, so in the promo, I think it was the promo. She's like t- Juliet is talking about how, like Holsten is asking her, "What is this place?" And she's like, "I think this is from before the rebellion." And so they're in this huge underground cavern, right, and. I don't know. I'm mean, wondering if that's if that's the actual down deep, because um, Juliet is a mechanic. Um, she she works in the down deep. But I'm not wondering if like part of the changes is that you know there's like something even deeper. So
1: the down down deep.
0: Yeah, the down. down I couldn't down.
1: actually tell from the trailer what she said was from before. They had entered a, a cavern, but I couldn't tell what they were like seeing. Yeah, that I mean that's it. the thing. And, about and of course, just, you know it's they, so brief. I'm like, oh, and you know, yeah, contrast they might be, and it's dark and all that. They
0: stuff. might be tricking us and like cutting from other parts of the show and stuff like that. So. Right,
1: of course, of course. <laughs> just but
0: one yeah, thing I, mean, I do
1: like remember from the trailer is, um, <laughs> like it's funny. I used to work at this summer camp, and we had like this really horrific. Um, experience with paper lanterns and like they were like releasing them into their corn cob (laughs) and i was like no (laughs) like if you have this like one where is it gonna go you're just gonna catch the whole place on fire
0: yeah you know one time my mom brought over some of those for my kids and she's like oh we have to um like put a flame in it and then it'll (laughs) it'll fly away and i was like but where's it going to land? I mean, it's going to land in somebody's yard and like, exactly. what if it's like, like really dry? On their roof or- <laughs> I was like, so yeah, I had to tell
1: her, sorry. No, I don't That's want to cause a What fire. happened at my previous place of employment was that we like let a whole bunch of them go, but no one gave any concern as to where they were going or what's going to happen <laughs> when they got there. So that was fun. Yeah.
0: But I mean, I'm excited. I hope you're excited. I am excited. And, yeah. I'm I'm actually I'm I'm really excited to talk to you in the coming weeks.
1: So I'm excited to see the first episode so I feel like I have something to talk about <laughs> because I don't remember anything. I I well, earlier I, I blabbed out a bunch of information about the spoiler or the, the short story that was a spoiler. Crystal was like, No, no, we can't start from there, but that's all I have. <laughs> so I I One thing I did, like I wrote down in my little note taking book um, when I was watching the trailer, is there was this whole um, quote, you know, if you boil the pack down to one rule, it's do not say you want to go outside or you will go outside. And Mm I could you know, I couldn't figure out, I couldn't figure out like who was saying it. And all I, I I guess this goes back to like what I remember from the short story. And, and there was a, I don't know if I can say a going outside. Mm -hmm. um. And I just. Um, well, I mean,
0: they, they show somebody in a suit going outside, so.
1: Right. In the, in the trailer, of course. Yeah, in the they do. It just leads to something different than I remember happening. Short story. Um, so I'm curious.
0: You know, I now that I think about it, I I think that's something that we had talked to Hugh about because we had said there was a parallel between Ender's Game and and Wool, because it started as a short story and was expanded to a full right, novel later. Yeah, yeah. Because so like we, that's that's how Ender's Game was. Ender's Game started as a short story and then it was expanded to a full novel later. So
1: it's so weird to think about now because yeah. I think <laughs> of like the first Ender's Game book is basically a short story in itself when you consider like the vast like in every direction that you know the rest of the timelines go and how much he's written um it, i can't imagine know, a shorter I, I story then
0: i don't think i've ever read the original Star story so i don't even know what what part of. i don't think
1: is. i have either i don't think i've ever even seen it available so huh. i think i've read about it and even then i remember thinking eh that's not actually the the point, or that's not actually what it enters game that interests me. I mm-hmm. think that's what surprised me. I was like, I, that's not, that's not where I would have chose to start, but that's where he started. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, so we're going to have to go back and listen to what we talked to you about and there's some homework. then yeah, we're going to come back and, and so, yeah, we're going to release, try, I'm going to have us try to record on Friday or Saturday and then have the podcast out. Weekend after I I believe that Apple releases their um, week to their epi- new episodes on Fridays, mm-hmm. so you're gonna have weekly homework. Yes. Sorry, I, I can do this. U- I hate to no. use that word. I know putting the word it's "homework" a long on time, anything. But I'm here
1: for homework. <laughs> it's only like twelve weeks. I could do this.
0: Yeah. Well, there's ten episodes, I think. So, yeah. But we're gonna want to do a post post show close up. Exactly. So. And then hopefully we'll be back for season two. So, but I don't want to <laughs> jinx anything. But yeah, we've just started. Yeah. So yeah, short episode today. We just wanted to introduce yourself, introduce ourselves to you. But yeah, do you want to say anything to close out? No, I think I've said it all. All right. So hopefully people want to listen to us. If not, we'll just talk to each other. That's fine. I'm cool with that. (laughs) Anyway, thank you so much for joining us. Tune in next time for our discussion on episode one of Silo out on May 5th. Visit The Downdeep at www.thedowndeep.net and make sure to subscribe to Wires from the Deep and stay up to date with our discussions on the show. Thank you. Yep. Thanks, everyone. Bye.